Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast with Kevin Harrington and Seth Green. Kevin Harrington is the inventor of the infomercial, one of the original sharks from the hit TV show Shark Tank, and has generated over $5 billion in TV and digital direct response sales. Seth Green is the world's first trusted authority on cutting edge direct response marketing, a best-selling author, and the only three-time Marketer of the Year nominee. On the podcast, Kevin and Seth interview sharkpreneurs who share straight talk on what it takes to explode your business. Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast. I am your co-host, Seth Green. With me is the inventor of the infomercial and the original shark from Shark Tank, Kevin Harrington. Kevin, thank you so much for joining us today. Hey, Seth. Great to be here. Let's, uh, let's have some fun. Awesome. Our very special guest today is Dr. Corey Malnikoff. Dr. Corey is the founder of the Palmer Care line of chiropractic um, amazing businesses. He is the best-selling author of The $4 Sandwich. He is a speaker. He is a coach. He has done amazing things. He's been interviewed by Brian Tracy and many others. He's been seen on the alphabet soup of media. Dr. Corey, thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you for my intro. <laughs> I got a quick question. How do you go from being a doctor over to this $4 or $5 sandwich kind of thing? <laughs> the connection. Uh, my, my $4 uh, sandwich book is about kind of my startup. Like how I started out with no money and got declined for a $4 sandwich and how I went from that to owning, you know, multiple clinics and all sorts of jazz. So there's right. the connection. Super. Okay. Yeah. All right. That, that, that is quite an understatement. Literally going from having your debit card declined for a $4 sandwich to owning, I believe, over 12 multi-million dollar clinics at this point. Um, what inspires you to reach so many people? Uh, you know, I think when you get to see the amazing things that um, chiropractic and holistic care does for people, um, people don't even know it exists. I think it's a problem. And so we end up... Uh, and I'm not fashion medicine or surgery because, you know, we got the best, we got the best stuff in the world here in America. Um, but people don't even know it exists that they could try before that. That's so much, so less invasive. Um, that if I can be somebody that can be out there and, and having these chiropractic clinics and touching tens of thousands of people and kind of putting something out there that's, you know, maybe having a little bit of an impact of where healthcare in general is going, that's just, that's a really motivating thing. I mean, you've got kids. I'm sure, Kevin. I'm sure you've got kids. Yeah, um, the boys. I don't think I don't think any of us like where health is going for our kids in the future. Right. Um, so it it doesn't take it doesn't take a whole lot to motivate you when you start thinking about your kids and you start thinking about the fact that you want them to have access to some things that maybe aren't aren't as invasive as you know. Like one of the stats that'll motivate me, 80% of all the opioids, painkillers in the whole world are taken by an American. I prefer that's not my child. <laughs> exactly. So, Corey, the, in terms of the revenue streams that you're bringing in, um, what's the, I mean, do you have kind of like hero services that, that you're providing and how many and what percentage of what you do is covered through insurances and or governmental versus more like a cash or credit card kind of business? Sure. Um, I mean, all of our practices are for the most part about 50-50. So about half of it comes from private insurance. Um, 
and the other half is for the most part cash. We have a couple of practices that are, that are a little bit more involved with things like personal injury, but for the most part, um, you know, we, we run wellness practices, so we see a lot of families, so they'll use their insurance for acute stuff, they'll be cash for the rest, it's like 50-50. Okay. Good, good guesstimate. There are yeah. hundreds of thousands of chiropractors, and most don't go beyond having one clinic where they're the sole practitioner, yet you've grown to over 12 locations. Uh, what inspired, why did you do that, and how did you do it? <laughs> well, uh, yeah, good, good question. So it was a little bit of an accident. Um, the first clinic, I was actually waiting for my build out, and it wasn't being done, so I got another chiropractor, a good friend now, Dr. Hamidi, he let me uh, use his clinic to see patients, but he kind of gave me a cap. And I hit that cap pretty quick. Um, and then he uh, he kind of overheard me talking to my, my then-girlfriend, now wife, Vivian, about the fact that we had hit our max. And so he actually offered to buy a clinic if I would go and fix it. Uh, so the first, the second clinic I ever had was that. He bought a clinic for very little. I went in as partners with him, and I just went and, you know, it took me, took me six months to do now what it takes me one month. Um, and I went in there, and I just, you know, I rebuilt the clinic, and I, I built up something pretty cool. And I just found that I really loved, I loved the idea of um, working with a bigger team. Because I love taking care of patients, I love seeing them get healthy, but part of what excites me is watching people grow, whether it's their health or their personal life. So getting, being able to work with a team and watching them become more and more involved with patients and, and growing as people and growing professionally, it was just so much fun. So I would say half of what I do now is, you know, half of what I do is create this amazing team and work with them and grow them, and half the other half is obviously making sure that patient care is amazing. Right. The reason I have so many clinics is I like doing that. that that's just a lot of fun for me. Corey, what, you know, like I've, I've seen, um, um, I've been in, in, like on the board of directors of some companies that have, um, as a sideline business uh, clinic. So I, I know like one particular facility I've seen, they're very heavy in neuropathy, for example, and focused on lead generation. You know, that's kind of their, their lead magnet, okay? Um, is, and this is where I was kind of going at earlier, is like I call it a hero product or hero service or is, is I mean, you, you, you provide general health, you do, you do some personal injury, you do lots of things, but is there something you, you use that you focus on to get people in or is it you just, I mean, I'm just trying to understand your, your marketing techniques, et cetera. Sure. Um, so, yeah, so there's typically clinics do have something like that that they love, whether it's headaches, migraines, sciatica, neuropathies, hormones. Um, because I have so many clinics, they're all different. Um, I have, like, the clinic I'm, like, sitting in right now with Falls Church. He loves seeing athletes, so a lot of the stuff I'll put out there will be focused towards golfers and, and through performance and, and things like that. If I was... Um, if I'm out in my Woodbridge clinic, right, he does a technique called Best Technique, um, which is more for like a neurological thing. So we'll be putting out something that has to do with neurology. Um, but marketing in general, I mean, it sounds cliche, but honestly, I'll use marketing for like the first few months to get things rolling. And once there's patients that are coming into the clinic, our, our clinics are mainly referral based. Uh, now we have systems and programs in place to kind of make sure that that's not just, I hope we get referrals, and it's a little more systematized than that, if that's a word. Yeah. Um, 
But for the most part, you know, we do we, we like to be involved with the community. So we'll be out in the community doing talks. We'll be out in the community doing health screenings. We'll be involved with things like the chamber. And we do a lot of internal events in the office. Like we're doing a talk this month on uh, sweeping. And I'll have all the clinics will have 20 to 40 people from the community in listening to a talk on, on sweeping. So we, we change it up. We don't really, we don't have one big thing that we're just constantly going after, but we do have a marketing plan that, that's put into place for 12 months and every month does have a focus. Um, so, so uh, you know, answer. I mean, I'll say this, they have word of mouth and referrals being the primary, um, you know, growth factor says one thing about your service, you're doing a good job. Okay. So that, so that that's, you know, that's a very, very uh, positive thing. But as a marketer, it tells me that you're leaving a lot of money on the floor. Maybe that, you know, you, I mean, because Seth and I come out of this digital marketing world and just thinking about what you're doing seems like when you agree, Seth, an opportunity for Corey to be doing some more things to, you know, even grow his business even more? I think it's certainly possible. Um, you don't know how booked they are, but they could, uh, they, I, I'm sure he, I, I, I'm sure he would, wouldn't turn it down. No, I mean, uh, Kevin, you're kind of dead on, right? So, you know, one of the experiments we're doing right now is kind of this clinic I'm sitting in. Um, because if I put a really great legitimate digital marketing campaign into place, which is kind of what we're toying with and playing with here. Uh, and it produced everything that would, that happens when we typically go out and do our talks and our screenings and our internal stuff. Then, I mean, I could literally, from a financial standpoint, I could open 10 clinics a week and get them from scratch to where I want them to be if a digital marketing campaign was, was predictable and repeatable. So yes, yeah, yeah. totally with you. Okay. Yeah. No, that's, that's cool. Um, so where, where do you go from here? Uh, you've got 12 clinics, you've got your building, you mentioned you're building a team and that's that, I mean, I, I love that. I mean, I'm as an entrepreneur, one of the things I talk about is building your dream team, you know, with, you know, your, your operational and your finance people and your digital people and, you know, all across the board. So where do you, you know, do you see this going? over the next, you know, 12 to 24 months or so? Yeah, well, we're, uh, we're moving towards 18 clinics. Um, we're going to go to 18 clinics, and then, you know, we're going to stop there. Uh, the reason I'm stopping there is kind of like what you're saying. You, you said earlier about leaving, leaving money on the floor. Uh, I would say all of our clinics are really booked as they exist right now. But if I get to 18 clinics, which is where the infrastructure I have in place as far as the people that are helping me, that's, that's about our reach until I regrow us a little bigger on the inside. Um, but I want to get to 18 clinics, and I literally am going to take what exists in the 18 clinics, and I'm almost going to double um, everything that exists inside of them to kind of get them to a max before I bother bringing out any more clinics. But that's kind of an honesty. We want to be at 18 by the end of the year, and I think we'll be there. Um, yeah. So that's the goal for this year. Great. What prompted you to write the $4 sandwich? What prompted me? Uh, I don't know, man. I think we all feel like we have a story inside that, that needs to be shared. Uh, part of it, I wanted to get it on paper for myself. Um, part of it was, you know, I was speaking out 
at, at different uh, venues, and people were asking me about if there was any way for them to get the information. Um, part of it was wanting to be a published author, so um, I just really wanted people to see see what existed. I mean, I hear all these sob stories. I mean, you guys do too. I mean, where people they literally build these stories and these excuses and these reasons why they can't possibly be successful um, because they're in such a deep hole and such a bad place and you know, when you tell them you couldn't afford a $4 sandwich because you didn't have $4 left to your name, um, you know, I find a lot of people can connect with that. I mean, uh, you know, I just spoke uh, I just spoke in Vegas at a chiropractic thing. I've, I've never gotten so many emails where everybody's reading the book, and the, the comment is always the same, which is, you know, I feel like this is my story because it's just so relatable. I think most of us have been in that spot, and uh, this is just a chance for me to kind of share it. So, Corey, are these company-owned 100% by you locations, or would you consider licensing or, or partnering, you know, with, with people as, as you grow your business? Because you've developed this expertise. Other younger, you know, um, other maybe some $4 sandwich guys in their own markets that, you know, are just coming up, maybe could use the wisdom that you've developed. And, you know, this might give you a way – to leverage what you've done. Um, is, is that something you've thought about, you know, partnering or licensing kind of thing? Uh, yeah, you know, so I've kind of visited the licensing. I visited the franchising. Um, I don't own 100% of all the clinics we currently have. So uh, there's been 13 clinics uh, since I started in 05. Uh, there's actually eight Palmer Care Clinics right now because some I've sold and some I've done some stuff. Um, but what we decided, so one of our clinics, we decided like a year and a half ago, I thought, you know, there's all these docs out there and they're not doing very well, um, but they're great doctors. And I thought, how much could we help, like you were saying, if they just ran our dang system? So we, we did a little marketing campaign. Campaigns. And Seth, actually, you, you wrote this campaign. Uh, and we put it out to about 60 Kairos. Uh, about 12 of them wanted to work with us. I picked one. We went in there, and the doc, uh, the clinic just wasn't doing well. I'll just leave it at that. Um, and we brought me and two of my staff for three days. I put a, paint, a coat of paint up because it needed it. Um, I had him do a couple of little updates that cost about nothing. I didn't touch his marketing because he actually had a lot of people coming in. Um, and we gave him our systems. And all of our systems can be run through in one morning meeting every day. So he literally put our systems in place. He joined our video trainings once a week. He joined our group trainings once a month. And it took us three months to triple his practice. Wow. Um, he, was, he was kind of our beta test. So. Of the next 10 clinics we're adding, five of them we're going to do from scratch, and five of them are going to be just like him. Um, when we're done with 18, I'm going to revisit the thought process of, of licensing or franchising, but uh, that, that's the next phase. The first phase is can I manage 18 clinics at the okay. level that I wanted to be, to be hey, You know, I, I, I know you've talked a lot of health things. A lot of times health is where people have a problem and they come to you, you know, sometimes like weight loss is something that um, I'm wondering if you get involved with because here, you know, people 
yes, that can cause more problems too if you don't get your weight under control. But do you do you get involved in, in any kind of weight loss uh, processes? I mean, I think the short answer to that, besides uh, we have nutritionists that we'll let them speak with, but we don't run like a weight loss program. I have in the past. Um, you know, the biggest reason we took that away, and we might end up bringing it back later, but the biggest reason we took it away was we found there was a lot of energy and focus going away from our um, basic chiropractic stuff and towards the weight loss stuff. And right. it was actually bringing down the chiropractic part while the weight loss stuff came up. Yeah. Uh, that was my big reason for taking it out. But we actually work with a lot of people that do those programs, and they've become pretty great referral partners. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but no, it definitely might be some of the future. There's some really, I mean, there's some really amazing things out there for weight loss right now. Like we, we just in Vegas, we were looking at the, uh, the lasers because now there's all these lasers that are almost like freaking light bulb suction. Um, so might be something I visit in the future, but not right now. Okay. It's a, it's a cool answer there. There's some other stuff though that I would love to bring in. You know, there's cryogenic chambers. That would be a, a lot of fun. Uh, there's a lot of cool stuff. There's the, I had a hyperbaric chamber before. There's really cool stuff. Right. Well, you know, do you have any um, any new books in the works? Um, is this? It, it, you know, it, it sounds like as as you're developing your business, you know, the the other story is a great one. But now you're kind of sitting in the middle of this kind of a a pretty massive business. So you know. It, you know, you branded yourself very well as, you know, with, with the number of clinics. So just wondering if there's, you know, the next, the next evolution of your brand, what, what's that look like? Oh, that's a good question, man. So, uh, you know, you catch me at a good time. We're talking about in the last two weeks, we're talking about whether or not I should be in the clinic as much as I'm in it. it you know, it's really, it's, really, really hard concept for me to think about not having my hands on patients as much as I do. Um, but I've gotten so many requests to consult with people and coach with people. When I spoke in Florida uh, earlier, early in February, they wanted to know if I was going to put a business book out. Um, so we've talked about it. I mean, I, my thoughts have been it'd be cool to put out a book that says like the Palmer Care way and just give everybody my systems and procedures and things like that. Uh, I don't want them to botch them, so that's kind of on my mind. But I guess that's that's you know give and let go. Um, and you know the consulting thing, I thought about getting into consulting a little bit, but you know talking to my wife and my team, I'd probably take on about five people, and that'd be about it, and maybe give them about a three-month consult. I think right. one of the things my Rick and I were saying that's missing in in my profession is there's a ton of coaches, but when you're coaching with people, I don't know if you guys you guys have had coaches. You know, your first month, you're all excited. You're, you're, everything grows. The second month, a little bit less, but you're still doing well. By the third month, sometimes you're just kind of chatting and cleaning stuff up. And by the fourth, fifth month, you feel like you're on the phone with a buddy and wondering what you're paying for. Um, so I am talking about possibly doing a short-term consulting for long, for lasting effect and doing a three-month contract with people. Right. Um, you know, the other thing, my wife, and she's smarter than me, so she brought this up. Uh, but she said maybe at the end of three months, if they still want to work with you, since I don't want to do that, but that, that once I fix stuff, I get a little bored. Then I need people to just run with it. I got uh, one. I, I got. A, I got a great question for you. So I'm sorry to interrupt there, but 
chiropractors just starting out, just coming, hanging the shingle, and not, you know, for one to be involved with you, but just a piece of advice. What are two or three things you recommend a startup chiropractor to do to be, to, you know, have a big successful practice, kind of like you've experienced? Yeah, I mean, the biggest difference I see in these docs that open and die and open and grow is that they have to have a super clear vision on exactly where they want their practice to go and how they want to treat patients. Um, you know, if you're a wellness doctor, then that means telling people about taking them through a very specific exam, giving them very specific recommendations, and then sticking to, to giving them the care that you think. Um, you know, I see people, they, they come out, they open up practice, and they want to do things a certain way. And then after the first week, when people don't love what they're doing, um, they just start changing everything. And that incongruency just kills practices super fast. So they got to get really clear how they want to run their practice, what care they want to recommend for patients. They have to stick strong to that so they stay congruent, and then they'll grow. Right. Fantastic. Thank you, Corey. Yeah. Sure. All right. Hope that was good. Anything else you want to share? Um, we know your time is incredibly valuable that we didn't think to ask. My time or Kevin's time? <laughs> well, both. Oh, I was asking good. you. <laughs> a lot of great questions, guys. I hope it's helpful. And, uh, you know, I, I just say if anybody ever wants any, uh, has any questions for me, you know, I'm, I'm easy to get a hold of. Uh, I do pretty well with email. My email is just Dr. Corey at Palmercare. They can shoot me any questions they want. Super. Well, Dr. Corey, it's been a pleasure. Um, if, if you're coming down to Tampa, uh, St. Pete, love to meet you. Um, and I right. somewhere where paths are crossing, but um, great having you on our show today. Thank you very much. And um, you know, it sounds like you're, you know, you've, you've turned a, a four dollar turned down sandwich into uh, a pretty interesting empire here. So uh, congratulations on that. And um, let's uh, let's keep some doors open. We may have some opportunities to to do some things down the road. Sounds great. Now it's great to meet you. Thank you, guys. Thanks so much for listening to this special productivity series of the Direct Response Marketing Podcast. I've interviewed hundreds of the most successful entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and CEOs all over the world. And I want to share with you one of the biggest ways I've discovered to triple your productivity that I've learned from these amazing people. Even better, I'll pay you $500 to test drive it. Just go to takethe500challenge.com. That's www.takethe500challenge.com to learn more. Thanks so much for listening. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>